Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we'll continue in Acts chapter number 20, and this will be our second Bible study in the 20th chapter, and I'm looking forward to getting your entering Bible story, and we'll look at that together in just a moment. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope that you've spent time in prayer and spent time walking with and spent some time at His feet and every once in a while, just take some time. Don't ask for anything. Just enjoy the presence of God and thank Him for all He's done and lift up His name and brag on the Lord a little bit. I, I think that pleases Him. The Bible tells us He'll inhabit the praises of His people, and I, I think it's a blessing when we just come uh, before God with thanksgiving, not with requests, though He wants our requests, but just in rejoicing and gratitude for all that God has done for us. And praise will turn your your your, your situation around, your circumstances around, your attitude. It'll fix it all. When we get our focus off of us and get our focus back on God, I tell you, it helps everything all across the board. Well, I'm excited as we study together, and uh, I've enjoyed going through the book of Acts with you, and we're well on our way, getting close to the end of the book. Can you believe it? And we're almost there. Now, if you've missed any of our Bible studies that we've done in Acts or all the studies we've done throughout the rest the rest of the Bible, uh, all of those Bible studies are archived and available for you uh, via our podcast. Our podcast is uh, called Striving for Revival, and it's available on every podcast platform. It's free for you to subscribe to, and then you'll have instant access to all of the Bible studies that we have done. And I want to encourage you to uh, become a podcast subscriber, and you'll be able to get us anytime, anyplace uh, via the podcast. Podcast. Also, we have the North Valley Baptist Church app, and our podcast, of course, is available there. And you can download that app via the Apple App Store. It's free to download, and all of the media, all of the content from our ministries here will be available to you on the app. So those are two ways you can get uh, this podcast, this broadcast, and listen to it anytime that you please. Thank God for the radio and all of the stations across our country that carry Striving for Revival. And of course, here at uh, North Valley, we have KNVBC, and we thank God for the ministry, MFM shortwave, but thank God for that avenue to get the gospel out to more people. Now, in Acts chapter number 20, we've joined Paul as he has sailed away from Philippi. And the Bible said they sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came unto them to Troas in five days where we abode seven days. Uh, now notice that they, they sailed after the days of unleavened bread and they come to an area called Troas. All right, they're there for a week, seven days, and upon the first day of the week. So that's a, a very important thing here. They're, they're meeting. They're not they're not any longer adhering to the Sabbath. They're not uh, obeying uh, that Sabbath law any longer. They're meeting on the first day of the week. They're meeting to commemorate the resurrection 
of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it doesn't start until midnight. So they are day well, to the worship of God and to the expounding of His Word and fellowshipping together. Here's what it says. And upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread. So breaking bread is not just fellowship like a potluck. But we're also here talking about the uh, fact that they are partaking in the observance of the Lord's table. So they are they're drinking the fruit of the vine, regular act by the churches uh, in that day. They did this often, as often as they came together. The Bible teaches that command. They would do this, and you and I are right to do that today, and we ought to. It's a church ordinance in the New Testament dispensation. We have baptism in the Lord's table, and we ought to be doing that regularly. We ought to be baptizing new converts. And we ought to be observing the death and uh, the blood of Jesus Christ uh, via that Lord's table ordinance. All right, so they're doing that. They came together, and Paul preached unto them. Now, I don't know if they did this breaking of bread before the preaching or after the preaching or during the preaching, but they did it. So they did break the bread. Paul breaks open the Word of God, the bread of life, and he preaches the Bible. He begins to expound the truth. And by the way, that's a church setting, isn't it? These people who have been redeemed by truth want to receive more truth. They want to hear truth. They want to hear it repeated over and over. Tell us uh, the, the words of life, wonderful words of life. Sing them over and over again. They want to hear it. They want to hear what the Bible has to say. So Paul is there, and he's preaching to them the gospel. He's preaching to them the truth of Christ. He's preaching to them, uh, no doubt, fulfilled prophecy, all these things that Paul would preach. He's preaching to them New Testament doctrine, and as they're there, they're involved in this church service, all right? And the Bible says they were ready to part on the next day, but he continued his speech until midnight. So he's preaching, uh, no doubt, from earlier in the day all the way to the midnight hour. And there were many lights in the upper chamber where they were gathered together. Now, these lights, we talked about this before, these lights were not powered by electricity. These lights were powered by, no doubt, oil. These are lamps that are burning, and there would be fumes arising from the lamp. There'd be some smoke in the atmosphere. Now picture it with me. This house that is uh, not air-conditioned is packed with people. And you have the heat of the day, and then you have the body heat of the people and just the crowdedness of the atmosphere. Plus, now you have the fumes of these oil lamps uh, filling the atmosphere as well. So uh, you can tell the air would be thick, if you will, in this place. And there's a man here, a young man named Eutychus. Now, you've probably heard preaching on Eutychus before. And it's a familiar name to you, but let me let me let me share some thoughts. In verse number nine, and there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. Now we say, well, bless God, that young man should have had some character and not fallen asleep during preaching. Well, a couple things. He probably had a long day. I mean, I don't know many of us who are spiritual enough to sit through a morning to midnight church service without passing out, you know, at least for a minute or two. Uh, also, uh, he's in that crowded room. The heat from all those people, the fumes from all those lamps, maybe that got to him as well. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe we ought to cut Eutychus a little slack. And then I've heard preachers preach, well, he shouldn't be sitting in that window. Maybe he was trying to get some fresh air. Maybe he felt himself getting a little bit dizzy, a little bit lightheaded, and thought, i got to get by the window. And he might not have done that with any kind of ill intent. He might have done that just to try to get himself some some breathing room. And so he finds himself sitting there by this window, maybe in the seal of the window. He falls in a deep sleep, almost as if he's passed out. And the Bible said, and as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep. So he passed out. And then you know how it is whenever you fall in a deep sleep, you might 
find yourself waking up in a, in a position, how did I get like this? You don't have a clue. Just sleep. Just the body hunched over. And he fell into a deep sleep. He slunks, sinks down, if you will, in that sleep. And the Bible said he fell down from the third loft. So he's on that third story. He, he fell down all the way to the ground with a thud. And the Bible said he was taken up dead. No, he didn't pass out. No, he's just not just unconscious. The Bible says that he is dead. He falls onto the ground, this young man sitting in this open window, all the people there, all the atmosphere, the stuffiness of it all. He falls down sort of in a, in a passed out state, hits the ground, and he's dead. You can tell somebody's screaming, oh my goodness, Eutychus has fallen out of the window. And men jump to their feet. Ladies are crying and begin to pray, no doubt. And there's that limp body of this young man lying on the ground. He is dead. And Paul goes to him, no doubt. Somebody said, Paul, why'd you preach so long? Uh, why'd you preach so hard? Paul, you should have dismissed. You, you said in closing 400 times, and here this boy fell asleep, and now he's dead. And Paul went down, the Bible says, and fell on him, and embracing him said, trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. Now, think about this miracle. Paul goes down, he falls on this young man, picks him up, and God miraculously revives, restores the life of this young boy, and he which was dead lives again. Now, you better believe after that happened, they didn't complain about Paul's long preaching. They weren't worried about being held too long in the service. They were stepped, stepping back in amazement. It says, when he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten. So Eutychus, I mean, he's so good. Now he wants to have a midnight snack. He gets some bread. He gets something to eat. And he talks a long while, even to the break of day. He talks all the way till morning. So does, and Paul's there. And they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. God is working miraculous things here. Now, there are some applications. You ought not sit too close to the edge in life. You might fall out. Um, but also, aren't you glad God can bring life out of that which looks hopeless? Well, that's all the time we have for today. We'll continue in this chapter next Bible study. Make sure you don't miss it. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.